This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, June 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Kansas City selection puts focus on USDA staffing. No assurance on trade from Trump team. And China pledges 2020 reforms. Decision time. Announcement triggers researcher decisions. Kansas City's the big winner of the USDA relocation sweepstakes. Now the big question is how many employees of the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture will agree to relocate to the agency's new site. According to a timeline released by USDA, employees will have until July 15 to decide whether to move, and then they must report to their new Kansas City location by September 30. USDA has yet to pick a site for the agencies in the Kansas City area. One ERS employee who spoke to AgriPulse after the announcement of the relocation site Thursday said of his 15-person branch, at most, one will be going to Kansas City. Now keep in mind, there doesn't appear to be much that opponents of the move can do to stop it. The House will debate a fiscal 2020 spending bill next week that includes a provision to block the relocation. But the provision will face stiff opposition in the Senate. In any case, the spending bill won't be enacted before October 1st. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas told AgriPulse he will make sure the USDA's research programs remain strong after the move, but he's not sure what will happen to staffing levels at ERS. The White House has proposed to slash the agency's workforce. Relocation supporters seek floor debate. Lawmakers who back Purdue's plan to move the two research agencies have filed amendments aimed at stripping the FY20 spending provisions that would block the relocation. Other amendments that have filed on the bill include one by Representative Maxine Waters of California that would require USDA's Inspector General to investigate how the department's trade assistance package was structured and implemented. Other proposed amendments to the bill, which would also fund the Interior Department and the EPA, as well as other agencies, would block the Obama-era waters of the U.S. rule from being enforced. The House Rules Committee will decide what amendments get debated on the House floor. DMC sign-up is here. As Secretary Purdue promised, USDA is starting sign-up for the new Dairy Margin Coverage Program on Monday. DMC is an overhaul version of the old margin protection program. Echoing what economists have been saying for some time, Purdue said in announcing the sign-up that the choice is probably a no-brainer for smaller dairies since they are assured of receiving more in payments than they would pay in premiums this year. Senators get little reassurance on trade. Senators looking for some reasons for optimism on the trade impasse with China are still waiting for assurance after a Senate Ag Committee hearing yesterday with top U.S. trade officials. When asked if he could say when the U.S. and China would reach an agreement to end the trade war, U.S. Trade Representative's Chief Ag Negotiator Greg Dowd said no is the answer. He gave the same answer when asked when the U.S. and Japan would complete a trade deal. Dowd, who appeared at the hearing next to USDA Undersecretary Ted McKinney, focused much of his testimony on the need for Congress to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. But several senators were more interested in getting news on ongoing negotiations. While I agree we need to hold countries accountable when they break the rules, this administration's strategy on trade has been to throw everything against the wall to see what sticks. Meanwhile, 
Farmers, businesses, and consumers are being hurt. That from the committee's top Democrat, Debbie Stavidow of Michigan. Funding for trade aid questioned. Stavidow is questioning whether USDA can come up with the $16 billion that has been promised to farmers under the administration's new trade assistance package. She said at yesterday's hearing, USDA only has about $7.7 billion in additional spending authority through its Commodity Credit Corporation account. She asked, are you going to assume Congress will authorize an additional amount? USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson told her there should be no problem because the CCC's $30 billion in annual spending authority will be replenished at the start of the fiscal year, which begins October 1. China to reform domestic wheat and rice subsidies by March 2020. China has agreed to reform its market price support for wheat and rice before April 2020. That according to a document being circulated by the WTO dispute settlement body. The move is in response to losing a World Trade Organization dispute with the U.S. in February over China's excessive domestic subsidies for wheat and rice. U.S. wheat exporters say they've lost hundreds of millions of dollars because of China's domestic support programs that kept the price of Chinese wheat as high as $10 a bushel, spurring Chinese farmers to produce much more than they normally would. USDA believes that China is stockpiling about 140 million metric tons of wheat, more than half of global ending stocks. Flooding to last through August. USDA warns there is a 75% chance of continued flooding through August in the Mississippi, Missouri, and Arkansas River basins. According to USDA's Water and Climate Update, the Army Corps of Engineers is worried about levees and dams weakening along several major rivers across the Midwest. The Arkansas, Missouri, and Mississippi rivers remain at major flood levels. Heavy rainfall has washed out crops in many parts of the region, although some areas are improving. Rainfall totals in the Missouri River Basin this year are the second highest in 120 years. Bayer announces sustainability initiative. Bayer is announcing today a new sustainability initiative with a goal of reducing its ecological footprint by 30% by 2030. Bayer plans to spend nearly $6 billion over the next decade on research designed to find the most efficient and effective ways to control weeds. While glyphosate will continue to play an important role in agriculture and in Bayer's portfolio, the company is committed to offering more choices for growers, according to Bayer. The new investment will go towards improving the understanding of resistance mechanisms, discovering and developing new models of actions, further developing tailored integrated weed management solutions, and developing more precise recommendations through digital farming tools. Here's today's She Said It. I hope that there is an agreement on large quantities, but I'll believe it when I see it. That Senator Tina Smith, a Democrat of Minnesota, referring to President Trump's claim that Mexico had agreed to buy, quote, large quantities of U.S. ag products. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, June 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Galley. 